uh, over the past two weeks, we've witnessed evidence being given at the trial of Nigerian televangelist Timothy Omotoso. You know that uh, he's accused of rape. And concerns have been raised around the line of questions directed at witness Cheryl Zondi. She was the first to appear, uh, and uh, she certainly stood her ground uh, on the, the witness stand. Uh, but one, was wa- when, one is wa- wondering, when you're watching this kind of footage, whether this might actually deter other victims from coming out to testify against Omotoso because of the hard line that his lawyer, Peter Doberman, has taken. Now, one former member affiliated with Pastor Omotoso's Jesus Dominion International is Tandukolo Jindela. For years now, he says he's been trying to expose the shenanigans happening at the church and is currently running a campaign to encourage more of Omotoso's victims to come out and testify. So let's see what his allegations are all about. Tandukolo Jindela joins us on the line now. Tandukolo, good evening to you and thank you very much for your time on Afternoon Drive. What, what do you believe you know about the sexual abuse and rape allegations circling around the church and more specifically Pastor Omotosa himself? Good evening. Um, well, what I believe in is that uh, our girls have been in a situation where they couldn't do anything because of their spiritual beliefs. They were promised a lot of things and it turned out, it turned out to be something else. So now we are advocating and talking on their behalf and for years we've been asking them to come out. Some of them have came out. But how do we know these allegations are true in the first place, Tandukolo? Um, some of them were my friends. So you actually personally knew some of the girls who have brought these allegations against the pastor? Yes. What did they tell you? about what had happened to them? Well, uh, at the moment, I can't indulge more on that, but some of them, they have told me that they were physically abused, they were raped, and others you could see in their lives. And some of them, they are in hiding, in meaning that they don't want the society to know about this because it's an embarrassing situation. And I'm not sure if you are aware or you have been in a situation with an abused person, how they behave. So, and bear in mind, this happens in a black community where there is poverty, there is crime, there are all sorts of things. So, so you're saying there are many more women out there um, who, who experience this, allegedly, and, and who yes. would want to come out, but are too afraid to come out and speak about it. Yes. How many, how many young women are we talking about here, Tandukolo, to your I knowledge? I wouldn't know the numbers. I wouldn't know the numbers, unfortunately. It's just that I know few, but those few that I know, they have said that there are other girls. And if you are following the story, it's an obvious case on what the other girls are confessing and saying, or oh, wait until the other girls go to court more often. I think you will get a clear understanding there. Cheryl Zondi's testimony has been widely broadcast. Clips of it have been um, have made it onto the internet. So I think people have yes. quite a good idea of the kind of cross-examination she's undergone over the last few days. Tell me, do you yes. think the other young women you know uh, would be put off by, by that line of questioning and, and, and perhaps too intimidated to come out and, and lay a charge themselves? Uh, please repeat the question. Uh, uh, do you think, having, having watched Sarah, uh, Cheryl Zondi's testimony on the stand and the way that, uh, that Pastor Tim Omotoso's lawyer dealt with Cheryl Zondi on the stand, do you think okay. that, that many other young women would be too frightened to come out and put themselves in the same situation? Well, um, for the past few years, I uh, think less than five years now, 
I've been fighting the system, the justice system in South Africa, which is not victim-friendly, especially for the raped and molested uh, young girls. It's not user-friendly for them. What has happened recently in, in that court is a shame to, to the rights of the young girls that you will feel like you are being redone, you are being taken to that process very shamefully, the way that the, the judicial court has, uh, has handled this. And the judge has a right, because it's his location, to protect those young girls. But I feel like some of the illiterate, uneducated, abused girls won't be able to have that English to speak and that mm. boldness to speak up. It's a, it's a very emotional trauma that they will still have to go through. It's, it's, it's almost the same as being not taken, but being uh, abused indirectly because of the way the questioning is done and the way the protection is less available because someone is trying to get into the bottom matter of this. It's a sad situation that is happening in our country and our government has also played an important role. The judicial law has, has played a very huge important role in not affording the rights of the victim and the protection of the victim when it comes to court cases. Some of them wouldn't even think of coming out. I know for sure about that because they have a low self-esteem. Their pride is taken. Their dignity is taken. They don't have power. So, so explain this to me. What, what sort of system would you like to see in place in, in cases like this where someone is accused of rape? He deserves a fair trial. Uh, but, but this women who are accusing him of rape certainly deserve the same kind of level of hearing. Uh, the level and the, and the language that is used to, for example, how can I ask you how many centimeters of that that was used to, 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 to rape you? How would mm. you know, how would you measure that? So the level of language that is used and the, the, the proper protection system that is used, it's not equal rights uh, um, uh, protected. It's very, very abusive, and it's the mandate in the manner in which it's done. It doesn't promote anyone to come out. So it needs someone to be strong, someone to to be very, very uh, matured about the situation and to have accepted it and come in terms with it. There is a situation whereby um, um, you go you go to to other countries like Britain in the U.S. In the UK, you you will find that the victims are very well protected and very much taken care of. Is that really true, though? I mean, they're all using the adversarial system, uh, which we too use in our courts. We, we've seen some terrible examples in in American courts of of uh, of women who who were virtually uh, victimized on a secondary level uh, due due to the fact that much the same system exists in that country. That system is better than what is happening here in South Africa today. Remember, we, we, we're talking about uh, disadvantaged communities here, and we are talking about people that are illiterate, that don't understand why first this happened to me and why I have to come and talk about this. You, you, yes, you have to be asked so many questions, but the way it is followed, it is not protective for... And also the, the South African social media has played a very influential role in uploading uh, this situation, meaning that you, you, you sometimes applaud the lady who is very verbally spoken, forgetting that there is another one who is not verbally spoken. 
and I'm worried what is going to happen to those ladies. Yes. And even the mothers, mm. the mothers who remember these kids were sent by their parents to churches. They didn't go alone. They were sent by their mothers. They went with their mothers from that black community because the mothers, they believe that there is God and then they God is going to give us posterity. They were promised posterity. So now it has turned up to be in this situation. In the long run, what we are discussing now, you will see it clearly happening in court. A lot of people are going to lose more of their dignity whilst they are trying to explain why this, this happened to them. All right. Thank you very much for speaking to us this afternoon. You're hearing the voice there of Tandukwalo Jindela. He was a, a former member of the church, and uh, he is now trying to encourage uh, anyone who allegedly suffered sexual abuse at the hands of Pastor Tim Omotoso to come out and speak about it publicly.